Hey ladies. Welcome back to your favorite podcast with your host JC and Morgan. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we are podcasting on like virtual, I guess. So this is a new way that we're going to have to do things since we're not by each other anymore. <laughs> it feels so weird. I know. So if it sounds shitty, we will hopefully figure it out by the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. But until then, let's do a little life update. Okay. So <laughs> for those of you that didn't know before, uh, JC just got a new traveling job in Milwaukee, um, which is obviously why we're not together anymore. And um, the process of her getting there and me getting home was a little interesting because I went with her so she didn't have to go by herself. Um, We drove 14 hours to Michigan to visit her family, um, which was really fun. It was nice to see, like, your hometown and everything like that and your family and Barney. Um, (laughs) And then we drove to Milwaukee where we met Tyler and set up your apartment and got you all settled in. And then I was supposed to take a flight out on Monday morning, 5 a.m. Tyler dropped me off, got to the gate. They let some people on the plane, and then they got them off, and were like, oh, something's wrong with the plane, so can't get on. (laughs) And because of that, when they delayed the flight, I was going to miss my connecting flight to New York, which was in Philadelphia. And at that point, I was like, I just want to get home. Like, I'm ready to drive back 14 hours myself which no one would allow me to do. Um, so I took my uh, delayed co- like flight to Philadelphia, and then I rented a car and drove home from Philadelphia to New York. How many which hours was it? Three and a half, okay, which so compared to the 14 hours was, like, nothing. Not and I had to just – I just dry, drove, like, a month ago or earlier this month uh, to Scranton to take my boards, which was about three hours, so it wasn't right. – a big deal, but I think just the idea of getting off an airplane in the airport, trying to get a rental car, and driving myself yeah. somewhere that How I've never been before. How the frick did before. you do that? You know what? I actually, so it took me forever to find the rental car place because mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be, like, attached to the airport, and for whatever reason, it was completely on the other side, and, like, you had to take a shuttle bus there, and I was like, no, I don't even know where to go. So I was, like, asking people to show me how to get there. And then there was this one guy, like, standing at the same place I was. And I was like, are you waiting for the rental buses? Like, is this how you go? I've never been here before. He was like, yeah, I have to drive. Or I have to. I come to Philadelphia every two weeks for my job. You can just follow me. I'll help you. And, like, we were chit-chatting the whole way. He was really nice. And it was helpful. So I was, like, super grateful for that. And then I just did my adult thing. It's It's funny because the whole time I was, like, just doing it. Like, I had to, like, get one thing done at a time. But what's weird is, like, when you think back to it afterwards, like, in my head, I'm still, like, 12 years old. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I'm, like, it's so scary to do something like that. But, like, now we're just so, like, I don't know, grown up. Adult. (laughs) Independent that, like, we can do that sort of stuff. But it is still scary to think about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But you're safe in your home. Yes, I got home. So it was uh, definitely (laughs) an interesting weekend. Yeah. Who picked you up from the airport? Um, <laughs> one of my new friends <laughs> picked me up from the airport. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so nice. Leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
Does it feel real for you yet? That, like we're not together anymore? No, like I said, we tried to record like 10 minutes ago and it didn't work. But yeah. like I said, me and, <laughs> me and Tyler were walking down the road and he asked me yesterday. And I was like, no, it, it feels like New York still. It still hasn't like hit me that we're here. Mm. Has it hit you that you're not with me anymore? It feels like, no, it doesn't feel like any different yet. <laughs> but it, it will. <laughs> it's been four days, Morgan. <laughs> I know, that's true. Usually I, I only saw you like three out of the four days of the week. So yeah, like so next week really. I'm going to be like, yeah. And when I start getting annoyed with Tyler, I'll be like, <laughs> I know. I feel like, so same goes for me, kind of. It feels like I had, it hasn't hit me yet because, like I said, my family was coming into town and visiting, so I'm with them. Um, and I haven't, like, so I've been moving into the house, but I haven't, like, officially moved, moved in yet. And I think as soon as my parents leave to go home, and as soon as I start working again, and I'm in my routine, it's going to hit me. I'm like, we, where's my best friends? Like already, right. it's like I've kind of realized how dependent I've be like come on you guys in a way. I know you say like I don't give myself enough credit for things, but yeah, when I think about it, there's so many things that like I'm like, oh, just JC and Tyler can help me. Like, oh, I'll have right. JC or like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's hard now to be in positions where I know I can do things on my own, but still, like, wish that you guys were there, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like you went from having, like, a boyfriend and then to having, like, a really, like, close best friend, and you haven't been, like, you've been alone, but you haven't been, like, truly by yourself, like, oh, like, what happens when I have a flat tire or something, you know, like, who's going to pick me up? Mm -hmm. And that's That's kind of the issue. Sorry, go ahead. That's how I felt when I was in, um... Texas when my dad like brought me down there and then after he left I was like oh my god like what if I have to put oil in my car how do I do this <laughs> like yeah. what happens when I don't have my parents right there yeah it's so true that's a good point that you made and that's kind of the situation I ran into when I was dealing with my whole flight situation because I was like I'm gonna do this on my own I'm gonna get home on my own like fully prepared to do whatever it took like took so I'm driving home and like the I had to drop off my car at the airport in Syracuse. And then I thought to myself, well, how am I going to get home from my air, like from the airport to my car? Because the car is at the house. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I'll just like take an Uber. Uber is like $65. <laughs> so I was like, let me reach out to the people that could help me. And like, obviously the first people that came to mind was JC and Tyler. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, they like, can't yeah. help me. <laughs> um, so then like I went... A lot of my friends don't live in Syracuse. I have a couple that do. Uh, so I, like, reached out to them. I reached out from friends back home where I live, which is only, like, a half hour away. Because it was short notice, no one could help me out. No right. one was, like, free. Um, I could have gone to, like, my brother or my family, but they live, like, 45 minutes away. So it kind of would have been inconvenient for, like, a 15-minute drive from the airport to the house. Mm-hmm. So then I asked someone that I'm relatively newly friends with which was very (laughs) awkward but I guess (laughs) to be quite honest with you the new person that I'm going to depend on for a lot of things is probably going to be Isaac (laughs) (laughs) right Tommy I'm going to annoy the absolute crap out of him I think we need to tell everybody what who Isaac is 
Because he's so not going to listen way. to this one. <laughs> no, he definitely is not. By the way, everybody that listened to the episodes before, Tommy the Tool Man is Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even know it. And I hope he yeah. never finds out. I don't even. Did you send him this episode or like last week's episode with him? No. When I posted on our story, like the um, listen to this episode, I was going to tag him in it. Mm-hmm. But I was too nervous because it's not okay, like he was going to repost it. It was very girly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll tag him so he can like find it. Because I don't think he's <laughs> listened to it yet. I highly doubt it. <laughs> but I'm going to see him uh, next week whenever he comes back from California. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what he has to say about so it I, then. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, like go listen to it cuz it's really freaking funny. Everybody, all my friends that that has listened to it so far have texted me and been like, "Dude, this week's episode is so funny." People have been like saying that they should come on like like they, they should keep coming on. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe <laughs> we can make it like a thing where you and Tyler are, like there like once a month or whatever and then like Isaac and I will be here and we can like update and stuff. <laughs> I think it would be so funny, especially if this summer, if I help Isaac out and get dates for him, can you imagine? The content. Dude. <laughs> we got the people, like the couple of the podcast and then the two most single people ever. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, I think that'd be fun. It would be fun. They were like so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun to do. Um, so update us on your new job. So, on Monday and Tuesday, I was at, like, the big hospital here, like, the biggest hospital. It's a trauma one hospital. And it was, like, crazy. Like, I was, like, okay, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I was so, like, scared. And But now that I was at, like, the job I'm actually going to be at, it was, like, fine. I had, like, mm-hmm. four exams to do. Oh, wow. But it was, yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, I'm so- basically a... A lab tech, a nurse, and a CT X-ray tech. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. So that's probably right. why they're not as busy because you have more, like, responsibilities there. Yeah. You're not just, like, in-out scanning. Yeah. But they screwed up my schedule, so I'm getting a pay raise. I was just going to ask. So kind of explain. Maybe explain the process of not necessarily, like, what you do as a CT tech, but the process of... Um, like, agencies and traveling and, like, how that kind of works into, like, what issue you had with your schedule. Okay. So, well, basically what I ha- me and Tyler had to do is get an agent to, like, reach out to all the hospitals with potential jobs. And as soon as we found an agent we liked, we just, like, went with him or her. And then they find a bunch of jobs for you. And you can say, like, yes or no to whatever one you, like, want to do. So... That's how I got here because I picked this one, and they obviously wanted me to work there. And then once you get the job, you have to, like, fill out a bunch of paperwork. I'm not going to, like, bore anybody with that. But then you start, you orientate. Usually it's only, like, two days as a travel tech, but they're doing two weeks here, which is, like, super cool. But when you start, um, once you get all orientated and stuff, like, the agency actually, like, employs you like you're not employed by the hospital so like the agency is the one paying you so um where were we going with this <laughs> <laughs> how that leads into like your schedule and oh okay what so my con <laughs> like totally going on a tangent so my contract said nights which that's why I signed up for it was three twelves and it was a night shift 
And at the time, Tyler was going to be doing night shift, so that's what I wanted. And when I got the schedule for the new job, it was, like, primarily days. And there was, like, maybe, like, I think there was four night shifts in the whole two months that they gave me. So I came back to them, and I was like, I signed this contract because I wanted to do nights. And they came back at me like, oh, well, we don't need nights anymore. So I spoke with my agent, and they contacted the managers and whatnot. And I was like, I'm not doing days unless I get a significant pay raise because days are a lot harder than nights because you have more responsibilities. Um, so long story short, we got the payment up to significantly more a week, and they're, they're going to keep me on the shift they have me now. So, mm -hmm. which is so okay. Basically, but. yeah. Basically, lesson behind this: regardless if you're in the position that JC is now, like with um, a traveling job or not, know your value as a worker and as an employee, mm -hmm. and the asset that you have to be working for somebody, whether it's a company, local business, whatever. And don't be afraid to fight for that worth that you have because JC easily could have been like okay, well, I guess I'll just work that, but you have to kind of, you know, it. not everybody's going to have a recruiter that can be that middleman to step up for you, so you might have to do that yourself, but don't be afraid to do it because, to be honest with you, even if that backlash is and they're like, okay, well, we're not going to give you the job at all, there's going to be another job out there that will. Yeah, so that's the risk I took for sure, was like they could have pulled the contract and said like, oh, no, we can't do that, and we're going to look for someone else, but... Yeah, I was definitely nervous to ask for more money, but like Tyler always says, everything's negotiable. Very true. Very <laughs> true. So it worked out for the better. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So can I uh, stress you out a little bit about the house? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> My the, One of the main reasons why my parents came home is because they wanted to um, clear out a storage unit that they had. Mm -hmm. And the storage unit primarily has a lot of, of their own things. But when we sold our house, which was my childhood home, I had tons of boxes there that we put in the storage unit of, like, my childhood stuff. Like, I literally think my Wii is in there, which I kind of want. Um, but just, like, childhood memories, my old dance costumes, yearbooks from school, like, pictures from when I was younger, stuffed animals, stuff like that. And so they were like, oh, well, now that you live in this big house, like, you can take all that stuff because they're clearing out the storage unit to, like, get rid of it so they don't have to pay for it anymore. I was like, yeah, sure. I thought there would be, like, two bins, three bins. There's, like, nine boxes. <laughs> nine boxes. Which I'm going to go through them get rid of a lot of things because if I haven't needed it in the last five years then I don't need it now but some of the stuff I want like for my kids someday right so I'm going to conceal it also they were like because they went downstairs like do laundry or something like that and they were like um all that stuff over there we need to get pallets for and I was like pallets what do we need pallets they're talking about like the stuff that you guys have over in the corner mm -hmm. uh they were like no 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 because if this floods I don't want any of their stuff ruined so like we're gonna get stuff to put all of our stuff on down there so that way like if anything happens nothing will get ruined um but then I have all the stuff in my apartment <laughs> Morgan you know you're gonna have to move all the shit again when you move and yes. if you start traveling with us you're not gonna have yes. any Wait, place to mom put. do you want to say hi do you want to say hi hi come here 
quick, really quick. I can't do this. <laughs> this is my mom. Hi. Say hi to the podcast. She probably podcast. can't hear me. No, she can't hear you, but JC said hi. Hi. Is there anything that you have advice about when it comes to moving from one place to another? Downsize. Don't hang on to stuff you don't use. If you don't use it within six months, get rid of it, throw it out, sell it, or goodwill. <laughs> anything else that you want to say to the young people like us? Don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's goodbye. my advice. Say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Can you shut the door, please? Thank you. Oh, that's great. Uh, everybody, that was um, good old March. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, See, she, you should take her advice and downsize more again. I know. So on that topic... I realized that all I, all I want to do right now, and this is my goal in my head, ready. I want to get everything out of the apartment. Done, over with, bye-bye. Into the house. And then from the house, I'm going to get rid of it. Bye-bye. Because <laughs> so. if you start traveling, um, we brought way too much shit, so. And uh, you brought, like... <laughs> Literally, like, four things. And me? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know I can downsize. I know I can do it. Now that my new schedule has started, like, I just want to get stuff organized so it's nice and neat and put away, and then I can downsize from there. Because if right. it's, like, cluttered and messed and, like, a root, like, a thing, it's just going to, like, upset me. Yeah. Take your time. You have a while. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my parents, I was like, yeah, I plan on being out by the end of the year. And they were like, huh? <laughs> so why are you doing all this right now? <laughs> right. But I actually heard from a friend that my rent at my apartment now would have gone up like a oh, lot really? if I stayed there. So I'm glad that I skirted it out. Yeah. For this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about romanticizing certain situations or people um, that most girls do in their head if that makes sense I feel like a lot yeah. of girls do that <laughs> <laughs> did that Me. make any sense <laughs> yeah no it totally did okay. um I remember a while ago this TikTok going around that was like you need to start romanticizing your life which is a good idea I mean when you start to like think about things that way it really makes life kind of a lot better um I think the meaning behind it is to kind of not be so negative which is fine in terms of what we're talking about today, it's kind of the concept that plenty of girls, I know including myself, go through is after they maybe meet somebody or start to talk to somebody or be, even just become friends with somebody, they kind of go through scenarios in their head. They romanticize it, but almost too Sabotage far it. too soon. Yeah. yeah. And it ends up maybe not working out because of it, because then, you know, income expectations that you're setting yourself up for failure, almost setting the other person up for failure because you're thinking that certain things are going to happen or they're going to be a certain way. And when they're not, it disappoints you. So then you kind of get that ick and you're like, Wah. yeah, which I'm just realizing now is probably the reason why. Do you remember a couple episodes back? We were talking about how you said that, like, you're kind of hard to get, but easy to keep. And I said I'm easy to get but hard to keep. Yeah. I think that's a part of the reason why. Is because... Because you romanticize it? Yeah. 
Like, I'm really... So, when I go on a date with someone for the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh. They're it. Like, I love them so much. Like, we get along so well. I really, really like them. Like, all I want to do is talk to them. All I want to do is think about them. Like, I romanticize the idea of them. But then, after, like, the second date or the third date, I'm like, ugh. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to keep the interest or keep the idea of them. Right. Probably in part because of the fact that I romanticize it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That ma- that would make sense. And I'm like, I feel like parts of me is like, oh, this isn't it. This isn't going to work more in the beginning. I don't know. I feel like I so don't kind of romanticize. Yeah, I feel like you romanticize things way more than like sometimes I do. But then when I'm like talking to someone for a while, I'm like, oh, like I'm marrying them. <laughs> yeah that's so true so what do you think do you think it's okay to romanticize a little bit I think it's always fun to romanticize things it makes you think about the future and like it puts you in a good mood but then it also like sets you up for failure if it doesn't work out and it makes you like get your heart broken even harder than it needs to Mm -hmm. I remember do you remember around Valentine's Day I went out on a date with somebody that ended up going snowboarding with us. Okay, yeah. Excuse me. Do you remember after that date with him, I told you something I did that was different than any other dates that I had been on? I, like, I didn't set any expectations for it. I kind of just went into it as if it was, like, someone I've hung out with a million times before. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't nervous about it. I didn't think ahead of the date what to say, what not to say, how to think, what, like, I just put an outfit on, went, got, like, just was totally 100% me the whole time, as if it was, like, going on a date with, like, you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, and I remember saying to you afterwards, I was, like, it went so well. And I kind of, like, kept that mindset, kept that idea. I purposely, like, told myself, and any time it started, like, I stopped thinking about him. I stopped, like, any sort of thought about different ideas that we could go on and dates which I don't think is a bad idea to like think about dates to go on but when you think of specific scenarios and like moments in your head that you play out like a movie and romanticize it that's right. when things go south I feel like mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get better with it but it is really difficult to not yeah I feel like it's okay to like think of the future and think of like ideas but not like specific details because if you're like oh like if he doesn't open my door next time like he sees me then then it's gonna ruin your whole mood if it he doesn't open your door for you this time literally like certain little things like that where you romanticize things that don't even really matter in the long run then it can Mm -hmm. kind of yeah because if you didn't even think about it if it wasn't something that even came across your mind and then let's say he didn't open up the door, you wouldn't think to yourself, oh, well, I wanted him to. Or if yeah. he did open up the door, you wouldn't like, oh, that was nice. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have mattered either way. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, but I think that's sometimes why a lot of relationships fail. Because some girls or some guys expect too much from their partner, and they don't, like, they don't communicate what they want or what they're expecting, and then they don't get what they want. Because the other person mm-hmm. has no idea what they're thinking. And that's when yeah. things, like, go south. Very true. So do you have advice on, like, let's say there's a couple and um, they're kind of feeling that way a little bit. Or maybe the girl's feeling that way and she doesn't really know how to communicate that mm-hmm. to them. What yeah. if they're, like, well, a new couple? Not someone that's, like, been together for a while. What if they're, like, they've only been dating for, like, six months? 
I think just honestly communication is the key to everything and don't I know girls overthink a lot of things but try to focus your time on other things instead of overthinking like when you're not with him what he's doing or and when he does something that you like acknowledge it so he knows that you like that like if he does open the door for you like wow that means a lot to me like I really like when you do that or if he plans dates for you like make sure that he knows like exactly what you like then there won't be an issue because he'll mm-hmm. continue to do it because he, obviously he wants to make you happy. And I feel like that sounds so simple because I feel like guys, when it comes to that stuff, I don't mean this in a rude way, but I mean, I feel like they're kind of simple-minded when it comes to that because they do want to please you. So all it takes for them is a simple like compliment like that for them to be mm-hmm. like, okay, I know that's what she likes, so I'm going to continue to do it. Whereas right. if you never voiced that and all you showed was like aggravation for the fact that he didn't do something that you thought about your head two weeks ago, Right. Then how is he ever supposed to know? Because they're not mind mm-hmm. readers either. No. So what about like new, smart. not even relationships? Like what about like specific like dates you've been on and like people you've been like seeing? How do you stop yourself from romanticizing certain things about them more? Um, do you have any well, advice on that? Well, for me lately, yeah. For me lately, when it comes to that sort of stuff, I like you said, I've I've tried to keep myself occupied with other things. Um, mm-hmm. I have, like, a to-do list of things in my phone of stuff that I have to, like, get together and think about and and organize just because life is, like, busy as it is. So I'll continue to, like, go back to that to-do list and just find things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, kind of thought the other day maybe if I had, like, a new hobby of, like, reading a book or even if you found, like, a, like, a game on your phone. Like, I know people mm-hmm. play, what's that one game called where you, like, connect the fruit Candy Crush. I mean, candy, yeah, candy, you can connect the candy, not the fruit. <laughs> candy Crush. Like, even if you find, like, little simple things to occupy, occupy your mind other than that, and ideally they should be productive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't do something that's, like, not going to actually help you, like, better yourself, too. So right. just find something just to occupy your time for a little bit or, like, even work out. I, I started... Instead of romanticizing the idea of somebody, I started romanticizing the idea of things I want to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I can't control what they do, but I can control what I do. So yeah. if I'm sitting here spending five minutes romanticizing about the fact that I'm going to have a really great workout when I go home, I know I can get that done. Right. Whereas if I'm sitting here spending five minutes romanticizing about the fact that he's going to pick me up with flowers, I can't control that. Exactly. So I'd rather That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Focus more on you and less on the situation that you can't control. Definitely. But I, th- I feel like sometimes, I feel like you're getting to a point where you just are trying not to care too much, which can also lead to them losing interest. So true. So and I remember I like when... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember when we were talking <clears throat> the other day. I was, like, talking about, like, text messages or whatever. And you were, like, I think in this situation you don't need to play the whole I don't care game. Mm -hmm. Because to certain people that also don't want to play that game, it'll come across as boring and they'll be, like, okay, she's not interested, so I'm going to pull back. Yeah, there's, like, certain type of people where you can play, like, the game where you're waiting hours and hours to text them. And there's certain people that... You can get the conversation done with in a 10-minute span and then not talk for the whole entire day. 
And, like, at least you, like, had a good conversation for that 10, 20 minutes. Instead of, like, oh, like, him asking you a question, you waiting three hours, and, like, now the question's irrelevant, and he doesn't want to give you the time of day to answer you back. You know, so there's, like, some type of people that you have to play the game for, and then there's some type of people that you don't have to play the game for, and you kind of have to, like, figure out which is which. Yeah, and what was really helpful, too, because he actually told me, too, because I've gotten to the point where, like, when it comes to dates, I'm very, like, forward and very just, like, part of me, I ask questions and say things just for the content for the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm also curious myself, Um, and I've asked, like, what's something that, like, what's the number one thing that frustrates you the most when it comes to dating these days? And he actually told me that it was that whole concept of you get a text message from somebody. Or you text them and it takes them 45 minutes to respond to you, so you wait 46 minutes to respond to them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's what I found most frustrating. So knowing that about him now, I know that it's not something that I need to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not something like where we are texting all day long. Yeah, like he'll take four hours to respond to me, but when I get a chance to see it, I will respond right away. I don't feel like I have to wait four hours to respond to him. Right. So it's nice like that he vocalized that first but if I hadn't asked he probably wouldn't have said it and I probably would have thought he was playing that game and I probably would play along and it might Mm -hmm. not have worked out well like the boys are saying on the last episode um that they don't if they like the girl or if a girl likes it or no if they like the girl they will answer them in a timely manner yeah but girls are different with that so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, definitely true. It's, hearing it from a guy's perspective, perspective was really nice. There's something else I was going to say, too, in regards to that, but I can't remember. Oh, I think I was going to bring it kind of back a little bit to, like, the whole love language thing. I feel mm-hmm. like that topic is super important to have a conversation about when you first meet somebody or, like, when you're starting to, like, develop a relationship with somebody. Maybe not, obviously, on, like, the first couple of days or whatever, but that topic of <laughs> Like, kind what's of, your love language? <laughs> right. <laughs> As you, like, sit down and haven't gotten drinks yet. <laughs> um, but I think that concept, if they're familiar with it, and even if they aren't, it'd be kind of, like, a cool thing to, like, talk to them about. Just because you kind of can learn ahead of time and not spend time frustrated if they already are aware of it and if you're right. aware of yours to kind of discuss that and see, you know... If that's something that you're willing to work with, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So for this week's partner, we have teamed up with Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier. It is very, very tasty. I love to drink it when I feel dehydrated or when I'm at work or when I'm hungover. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what our um, probably go-to is for that, just because it's so good honestly yeah. it's really or you helpful. can mix it with vodka and kind of get the best of both mm, worlds <laughs> there you go um it's basically like a powder in a little packet you mix it with water and it has the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water and it has like three times the electrolytes of normal sports drinks that you would have so it's really really helpful if you ever had like pedialyte it's somewhat similar to that kind of tasting um, they have a bunch of different flavors. They have passion fruit, lemon lime, watermelon, strawberry. They have guava, which is my favorite. Um, <laughs> I personally like the strawberry one a lot. 
And they also have like a powder for energy. They have a sleep time powder. They have like a greens powder, which I've tried, which is very, very good. We um, just got the immune yeah. one. I think mm-hmm. it's immune boosting yeah immune boosting one and that one was really really tasty it has a bunch of different vitamins in it and yeah they are very very good i love working with them Mm -hmm. so if you want to check them out you can use um our discount code is datum for 25 percent off that is d-a-d-o-m baby (laughs) i was gonna say baby all right that is it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it we hope that the audio is decent enough for us to post it. So if you're hearing it, I guess it is. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We're going to be more uh, interactive on there coming soon. And don't forget to subscribe. Stay tuned to the next week's episode. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 <laughs>